0: As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills.
1: The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is.
0: Learn more at meta.com/slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to the Bad Broadcast. I'm your host, Maddie Murphy. hi, everybody. Welcome back to a new episode of The Bad Broadcast. I am joined today by the hilarious and talented and fellow Dear Media podcaster, Allie Colbert. Hi, Allie. Hey. How are you?
1: Good to be here. Good. Are you
0: in New York or LA? Oh, Allie, I'm in Salt Lake City. Oh, <laughs>
1: Oh, that's that was so coastal elite of me.
0: That was that is the third choice. Usually people are like New York, L.A. or Salt Lake. Like, what is it? You know what?
1: I remember reading that it was based in Salt Lake. So I just forgot.
0: No, you're totally fine. It's really random. I'm from here. My husband and I are both from here and we're we're ready to ready to go. Cool. But you're in L.A. Right. I'm in LA. Yeah. Okay. okay. So I asked Ali to, so I open uh, episodes with this a lot. It's just a segment that I do called love hate. But before we do that, I would love to just talk about you. So you graduated college and then did you go right into the page program? Yes. That was my
1: first job after college was a page at NBC, which is like, if you've seen 30
0: rock, like right. was the, was the page. It's the dream. Was it as magical as you thought it would be?
1: It's so not magical. It's exhausting. And you work like six or seven days a week. You really mm-hmm. don't have much off time. The hours are pretty nutty. And when you're not stationed at like a, um, a production within 30 Rock, mm-hmm. you give tours of 30 Rock. So like when people, when tourists come to Rockefeller Center and sign up to do a tour of like 30 Rock, yeah. you, you're giving the tour. So that part was that that's really the most memorable part because I I remember just like either I would test out material on the tours or like, you know, I would get stuck with a a fellow page who wanted to like really do a lengthy tour. And I'm like, let's get them in and out in 20 minutes. Like, I want to go home. Like, let's wrap this up.
0: What was like, what are some of your favorite, your favorite moments from your time as a page?
1: favorite moments were working the shows. So, you know, working SNL, I wasn't a desk page at SNL, which means Mm -hmm. you're, you're stationed there, but I, sorry. um, And what
0: year, what years was this like 2014? This is 2015, 2015. Okay. Okay.
1: So I would, um, along with other pages, like load in the audience to Saturday Night Live and you then get to watch the show. You get to watch the rehearsal at 8 or 8.30 and then you get to watch the live taping and you get to see all of the people that come in and out of the building and the eighth floor is like a party. It's, it's very, um, that air is really like fun and special, but it's also very chaotic.
0: Right. And then did you go from there? Where did you go after being a page?
1: So I got a job like about a little less than a year into the page program to be a like writer's assistant and like contributor at the onion. And they had just started a video department in New York. So I left the page program, joined the onion. And then within like eight months, the onion closed down the department they just opened. And I was like, Oh, damn. Yeah, well, I just left this whole. I could have been. You can be at the page program for years. Essentially, it's just a feeder program into other opportunities. So to leave and then quickly like lose that, but but I was like, now I have all of this time to really commit to stand up, and that's kind of where my stand up career like took more momentum, and I haven't. Had like a serious desk. I haven't had a
0: desk job since. The dream is to never have a desk job. <laughs> the dream is to really never work. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Well, no, I've I've seen your standup. I just I just watched your tw- so your 2017 on Fallon, and then you were just on Fallon again like two weeks last ago, week. right? Yeah, last last week. Last week. Last week. Your last your week. stage presence is so so good. You're so funny. you all of your TikToks, all of your crowd work TikToks. I. I was sobbing, laughing. You're, you're so good. So if anybody, Thank so where so where can people most likely see you live? Live,
1: the dates are always changing. Usually I'm in New York, LA or Salt Lake. Right, and, the
0: big three um, as they call it.
1: <laughs> the big three. Everything's on my social channels and I'm Ali Colbert at everything, ALI, Colbert with a K.
0: Right, K, okay, perfect. Uh, what's your next one? Do you have one this weekend?
1: You know, I don't. I had one Saturday. I had to move it. I was doing so much stand-up in advance of The Tonight Show that I'm kind of recalibrating right now. I want to like write some more things and like, yeah, but I'll be in New York in a week and I have some shows there.
0: Totally. Is it more, is it like a really overwhelming experience to do a big show like Fallon, like as opposed to like stand-ups and in New York or LA and like Comedy Cellar and stuff like that?
1: I mean, yeah, it's like, it's so different because, well, first of all, it's five minutes. And the other thing is it's, super clean. So when you're rehearsing like five minute squeaky clean set in like a club, people are like, get off the stage.
0: Right, right, right. i
1: hear you say dip. I'm like, I (laughs) I can't do that right now. Yeah. So it, it can be hard to kind of feel out what it would feel like in like a very amped up room where there's like a, Super like TV host. It's definitely a different stand-up environment. So some of the comments on like I posted on my TikTok because I I did this spin the bottle joke that went viral on TikTok years ago, and then I finally did it on the Tonight Show last week. And people are like, your body language is different. I'm like, yeah, no shit. I'm not leaning back on a brick wall on yeah. the fucking Tonight Show.
0: You're like, I'm not like, in a tea from Old Navy, okay?
1: Yeah, people are like weighing in. They're like, she seemed more chill in the club. Like, no shit. I was. M- more chill in the club. Every single person on TikTok thinks they are like a stand-up booker. It's pretty amazing.
0: Oh, I I actually have something literally in my outline to talk about with TikTok comments, uh, but we'll get to that okay. in a minute. So, yeah. so now you're doing stand-up full time, and when did you start the podcast? So you host the Ali Colbert Show on Dear Media, and was that started last year? I
1: started that this year. I started that. Oh, in- okay. June or July, um, I it's been in the process for uh, like development, like trying to create create this right. for like so long, as if it's like white lotus. It's just me like <laughs> ranting with my sister. I'm like, we've been like working on this masterpiece for years. I'm just like in my bedroom, high.
0: <laughs> really, I'm like, you know, get to iron out the paint. I know it's funny because when people are like, I want to, I I want to start a podcast. Like, I want to start a podcast on the side. I'm always like, you don't even know how much work it is, and then I'm like. I don't think I'm doing a whole lot of that work (laughs) that I'm like telling people. Uh, It's
1: both so much work. Like, it's definitely so much work, but the idea that I've like prepped so hard for this is like, I'm just sitting on my couch, like yelling at my girlfriend and like, Dear Media airs it. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So, doing that and like trying to do more acting and writing out here. So,
0: yeah, I love that. I love that. Well, Thank you for doing a little intro. Thanks. I did. I, I prepped myself. I read I read the IMDb, which I just I am endlessly impressed by anyone who has an IMDb. And I know maybe it's because I'm from Salt Lake Alley, but you had one. And I thought this is a big deal. Uh, this is a, this is big time. Thank so you. I feel like we, you have an IMDb. I definitely don't. I started this in literally in my extra bedroom in quarantine. And I haven't moved yet. I'm you still doing this it, podcast
1: my... over quarantine.
0: Yeah. June, June of last year. How is it so famous already? It's not so famous. You have like 20 million reviews. Not even that's nice, but not even long, long way to go. But uh, yeah, it's been weird. And so, like I started it in quarantine and so I never interacted with anybody. Like I still haven't met. I've never done a live show. I've never met any of these people. So I feel like I I'm just alone. And then I'll go out and people will say something. And I'm like, how do you know? How do you know all these things about me? And I'm like, oh yeah, it's because I literally just told you about my cervix like two weeks ago. Isn't that
1: weird? That's really weird when that happens. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I always, I forget where my like personal boundary should be. And, um, yeah, a lot of people know probably a lot of things about like suppositories I've done. Oh yeah. You know, like all of it, my period habits, just everything. So
1: yeah, it's like I was at the dentist a few weeks ago. My dentist was like, I listened to your podcast, and I was like, You shouldn't do like you shouldn't do that.
0: You're like, the last thing I want you to do is put your fingers in my mouth. Thank
1: yeah. You. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that.
0: Don't flatter me. <laughs> this episode of the Bad Broadcast is supported by True Bill you know what should just be on my hate list forever until the end of time? Subscriptions that renew without me knowing. I hate that. And you want to know why it happens? It's because it's a scam. Greedy corporations are trying to renew our subscriptions willy nilly and pocket our money without us knowing. So time to fight the power. Download Truebill to take control of your subscriptions. Truebill is the new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions that you don't need, want, or maybe you just forgot about them. On average, people save up to $720 a year with Truebill. Because companies make subscriptions so hard to cancel, Truebill makes it incredibly simple. Just link your accounts and Truebill will cancel your unwanted subscriptions in just one tap. And your Truebill concierge is there when you need them to cancel unwanted subscriptions just so you don't have to. I love Truebill because it's not only good for subscriptions, it's just great for money management in general. It has all my accounts, all of our car payments, everything that we need in one place so I don't have to access like 50 different apps to see where we're at. Truebill has over 2 million users and has helped them save over $100 million. Matthew B. says, in a matter of seconds, I saved $660 for the year on my DirecTV bill, $120 for the year on my SiriusXM bill and $840 a year on car insurance. They help you with all of that. So don't fall for subscription scams. Start canceling today at truebill.com slash bad. Go right now, truebill.com slash bad. It could save you thousands of dollars a year. Again, that's truebill.com slash bad. Hey guys, it's Hunter and Michaela. And this is the Model Citizen Podcast. We wanted to let the members of our community experience a different side of us that they see glimmers of, but never the full force. Exactly. We wanted a place where we could talk unfiltered about anything and everything, including our lives and experiences in the modeling industry, beauty, fashion, dating, sex, marriage, a dash of political commentary, and of course, pop culture, honey. We're going all the way in. Tune in every Thursday for a giggle, a laugh, and maybe even a tear or two. You've just found your
1: new best friends, and we're so happy to have you.
0: Okay, so uh, next up. So I want to do a love-hate. I have been wanting to do this one with you. I love doing it with guests because... I just, I like to hate things. That's kind of why I started the podcast. It was like the middle of the worst, the worst time for everybody. And I was like, everyone was starting like really inspirational things. Like we were all like resting and like coming together and like recommitting to ourselves during the uh, pandemic. And I was like, I think I'm going to get worse. And I think I'm going to be a worse person on purpose and just complain way more and hate way more things. And it served me well. <laughs> it has been, a, it was a good one. But yeah, so we start with three things that you're loving lately and three things that you're hating lately. You can give us as much context, as little context as you want. I'll have you give me one love and then I'll do a love and then we'll kind of go back and forth and then we'll talk about the things that we're hating. Okay, great. Uh, okay, do, do you want to start? Uh, sure, I'll start. Okay. okay, tell me what you're loving lately.
1: Okay, so this is uh, this is new for me and I'm going to preface this by saying this used to be the top of my hate list.
0: I love it. I love where we're headed.
1: What I realized was that I was really, I was really triggered by this because I was, I was jealous of this. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna explain why I love Pete Davidson.
0: Okay, tell, tell me, tell me. I, I, I love him. I love so
1: him. I used to really hate Pete Davidson, and to the, to the point where I was like, "What's going on here?" Um, and like he. He's so like effortless on like Saturday Night Live and he gets to just kind of show up high. And like, I used to tell myself like, a woman would never get away with that. They would never let like Chloe just like come in high and like break in the sketches and then be like, Chloe's the best. Like, it was just like, I I was like, that'll never happen. I was really pissed off about it. And then I decided when he started dating Kim Kardashian, which God, who knows if that's true. I was like, you know what? I don't hate this guy. And I'm going to try and say what I love about him right now and which are basically the same things that I hate about him. I love how he dresses. I love how he dresses.
0: Absolutely agree.
1: I like his cool detachment from things, not in the sense that I don't think he cares. I just like how he's not in resistance to things. He is like, this is who I am. I'm going to show up to the show like this. I'm going to do my performances like this. I'm going to talk about my family like this. It, it presents a, um, an image of someone who has totally surrendered. And I find that to be enviable. And I like that he smokes
0: a lot. I really, I love that. I love how you phrase that. That's much more eloquent than I did it. I talked about him on my, on a podcast or on one of my episodes a couple of weeks ago. And I said that he just reminds me of like a hot line cook that I used to work with at, at my old job in I restaurants. See I see that. <laughs> but Still, I really like that. I agree. And I feel like that's why famous women must love him, right? Even if it's PR, whatever, I feel like he's probably just a calming presence. After being married to Kanye West, can you imagine the mental break it must be to date Pete Davidson?
1: Oh my, I mean, even just spend
0: spend time with him. Even if they're not dating, just like someone who has, has no pressure on anything.
1: Right. He's just, yeah, yeah, whatever. Like that must be the most low stakes relationship ever. I mean, until he like goes until he like finds himself being like borderline manic again.
0: Yeah. Or unless like Oprah wants to date him, which she might at this point.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But I'm into him. I mean, the Kim Kardashian thing is wild.
0: I, uh, I'm very curious to see where it goes. Yeah. See where it's headed. Um, okay. Are you a housewives, a housewives girl?
1: um, New York. And I've honestly been meaning to watch Salt Lake.
0: Okay. Then I'll make this one quick, but I'm just going to tell you that the second, this second season of real housewives of Salt Lake is the best season of housewives of all time. I've God. never seen, I've never watched. seen anything better. And the fact that it's from salt, that it's the Salt Lake women. I just, maybe it's giving it a little extra boost for me, Yeah, but it is so good. You, if you haven't seen it yet, I that's where you should it. start. Isn't that's it, where isn't to start. that woman married to her grandfather? She is married to her step grandfather. So her grandma died. Her her grandpa died. Grandma remarried. Grandma died. She marries the husband that's left.
1: And that was the grandmother's
0: wish. That was like yes, it was. But now they just teased the next episode, and now there's like drama coming out about her church, like that it might it might be a cult. It might be. Are they Mormon? No.
1: Did you see that they're doing a like Housewives like All Stars vacation where they're taking? Yes.
0: Did you? I saw it on. So Dumois posted about it that yeah. it's like one of the best things ever. I can't. I was. He- I know. I was hesitant. I was like, "Is it going to be like too much? Or are they like trying too hard?" But I think it's going to be good. Do you I know when it comes it out? So good.
1: Now I don't know when it comes out. I um, I've I realized how big of a value add Ramona is.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's so brand- good the brand of crazy that Ramona is. Who was it? Somebody was posting about it. Maybe I saw TikTok about it. Like they have to genuinely, it's very rare to find women like that who genuinely do not care how they're perceived.
1: I think she cares. I think she just is so delusional that she thinks she comes off amazing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Teresa or Ramona?
1: Ramona. Ramona thinks she's like, like on the money, like she thinks she's so psychologically sound,
0: like
1: <laughs> woke. She's like off though.
0: Yeah. she like, yeah, very, very off. So yeah. Don't, don't watch the first season of Salt Lake. I feel like the first season of housewives, they're getting used to like cameras in their face and they're not really oh, so just jump to the second, just jump to the second season. Absolutely. Will, will I be missing
1: context?
0: No, no, you'll get it. You'll pick it up you'll pick it up. Okay. Okay. okay uh, Kate, tell me what else you're loving.
1: Okay. I'm loving. Um, I keep watching YouTube videos of celebrity skincare.
0: Oh, okay. Do you have a fave?
1: Um, so there's this Harper's Baza- Harper bazaar, whatever it's called Harper's bazaar. They do this series, go to bed with me. Okay. And it's like every single beautiful woman, like washing her face. <laughs> And I'm obsessed with it. They like wash their face. They're like, I love this lotion. And then they like hold up this lotion and you watch them put the lotion on. Then you watch them put like the serum on and they're like, and that's why I look like this. And like, I don't know if I'm just like, if my skin is something I'm like insecure about. So I'm like a sucker for this.
0: You I, skin. I'm looking at your skin right
1: now. I mean, it's, thank you. It's like, I have like my touch up appearance window on here to like a hundred. I like take it down. I become like a witch, <laughs> but like, I just, I'm obsessed with skincare and like, I'm so interested on what these people, and I don't even know if they're like being bought or sponsors. So there's a bit of a mystery in there too. I'm like, does Demi Moore really use that? Is she bought by the deep state? Like I have a whole thing, but it's fun for me to see the products they use.
0: Right. And there's never any mention of like work that's done. No. So you want, but like, I am an easy sell. Like when people talk about how they've never had any work done. Yeah. I I literally believe it every time. I'm like, yeah, that's probably true. They're using Neutrogena. I am the easiest to buy. Like when I see Jennifer Garner, like in her Neutrogena commercials, I'm like, of course it's Neutrogena. (laughs) And I'll buy it. And I'll be like, why isn't this working for me?
1: I know. There's like, there's no way that these people, like I saw Mila Kunis do something where she was like, I use this, I use this, I use this. And then at the end of the interview, she's like, I've also had lots of expensive lasers. I'm like, okay.
0: You're like, yeah. She's like, I also had a full face transplant. I know. Thank you. They just slice it off. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this episode of The Bad Broadcast is brought to you by BetterHelp. What is interfering with your happiness? Is there something preventing you from achieving your goals? Is the seasonal depression just hitting a little bit different after being inside for basically 2 years straight? If so, I feel you. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can connect in a safe and private online environment, and you can start communicating in under 48 hours. It is not a crisis line. It is not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online. You can send a message to your counselor anytime, and you'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions, all without ever having to sit in a waiting room. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches, so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. It's also more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. This service is available for clients worldwide. You can find the particular expertise that you need and you don't have to limit yourself to the counselors located near you. Anything you share is confidential and it's convenient, professional, and affordable. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional additional counselors in all 50 states. So I want you to start living a happier, hotter life today. And as a listener of the Bad Broadcast, you'll get 10% off of your first month by visiting BetterHelp at betterhelp.com slash bad. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, help.com/ slash bad. Okay. The next thing I'm loving. Okay. So this is my TikTok. This is my TikTok commenter thing. Mm -hmm. I get a weird amount of joy. I'm almost worried about myself because I love reading people fighting in the comments because have you seen, have you seen that trend going around like the most chronically online take you've ever seen? No. So people, people go around and are like, you know, tell me the most chronically online thing you've ever seen. And it's like, I said, Bon Appetit in a video. And a girl told me it was cultural appropriation, Oh, like like stuff like that. That's just like, like genuinely kids who have never touched grass. Like they do (laughs) not know, like they do not know that anything else is out there. I love, I love reading their comments and they just fight. Like, I just read them and I'm like, this is, I'm so happy. I mean, we, I think we're the same age. Are you 28? 28. Yeah. So we we're kind of like the middle generation that didn't grow up with technology, but then had it like in like right after high school, not technology, yeah. but like social media. We got Instagram. Yeah. I got it like my junior year of college or sophomore year. Anyway, um, and I'm just like, I'm so happy that I did not have free access to the internet when I was 12 and 13. I think about that all the time. Yeah, or like couples. Okay. Another TikTok obsession I have is the giant Sedona. Do you follow Sedona? mm She's the basketball player who is seriously, she's like six nine, six ten, And her girlfriend is like four, eight.
1: I need to follow her.
0: No, I actually, you know, it's you important enough.
1: Small it's, lesbian representation. I'm look looking
0: that. it up right now. I don't know if you can see that. You yeah. See.
1: How is this real? I don't know. Wow. That is um, intense. Huh? <laughs> yeah. She's. Yeah. Wow. I don't even know <laughs> if I'm, like, really allowed to say anything I want to say. Everything I'm thinking feels
0: really <laughs> sense. <upset. laughs> oh, yeah. So yep. I read their comments, Sedona and Riley. I read their comments to each other. Granted, they're not like super young, but they're definitely like early 20s. And I just think about the things I would post about like my relationships when I was 18 and 19. And I'm just so happy the world does not have access to them.
1: Could you imagine the bullying on social media
0: for these? No, no. I can't, but what I do, okay, this is something that I do do on TikTok. So I, I have fake teeth. These are all veneers, my top mm-hmm. teeth. Mm-hmm. So I like to test and see if like TikTok will bully me for it because then I know they look fake. So then I'm like, so that's how I've tested to see if my teeth look okay. Like, because then I know TikTok will not hold back. Like if they look bad, they're going to tell me. And what's so the at least- I haven't had anybody notice yet. Then girl, you got good teeth. <laughs> so that's why I'm, so I'm, I'm considering myself lucky, but that is the number one place to go for unbiased feedback, whether you want it or not.
1: It's brutal. It's brutal. But, yeah. but ultimately, like I posted this joke I did about um, vaccines and I don't even let, like, it's not even really funny what I said. I don't think it's particularly interesting, funny on the nose, whatever. And I posted it just because I knew people would flip out And Uh they're fighting back and forth in the algorithm. And I'm like, you're just boosting this video. Like, getting millions of views because you guys are just yelling at someone. I don't even know who you're yelling at.
0: So that's what I I read somewhere that that is what the Kardashians were teaching Addison Ray to do to post things that are just slightly controversial because then people will fight in your comments and you'll get more views. So that people think people have this theory that that's why like Addison Ray dresses really badly because they think that she's like trying to get people to comment and tell her that like her outfit's ugly and then it boosts her videos.
1: I could so see the Kardashians being like, you should dress ugly. It'll be yeah. really good for your brand, bitch.
0: It'll be really funny. We would all love it.
1: We would like die if you sat that, <laughs> Addison. thin. My
0: God. We'll, we'll
1: wear the same
0: thing, but we'll just <laughs> meet there. Yeah, yeah
1: exactly. <laughs> They're just hanging out to dry. Kim would never do that.
0: Absolutely. Um, okay. Let's see. That was my, okay. Tell me your, tell me your last love.
1: My last love. Um, what do I have down? Um, I mean, I honestly, I love the food network.
0: I love the food network. I
1: love the food network. I I love watching like cooking shows. I'm obsessed with it. I love food competition shows and particularly. I love in particular, I love beat
0: Bobby Flay. I have a a weird attraction. This is this me is the too. real this is the tragic part of being straight is that you like find yourself attracted to Bobby Flay. I'm
1: gay and I'm attracted. So I Okay, that makes me feel better. <laughs> Um.
0: Yeah, Food Network. Any like kids baking championship? Kids baking. I'm obsessed with the kids that bake. I love them. I love them. Except then there's always one chubby kid and he gets kicked off. And that's when I have to stop watching. When they kick the chubby kid off. I oh can't God. ever you handle like the it. Young
1: gay boys. Yes. They're like, yes. I love to cook. I'm like, yes, you do, sweetie.
0: <laughs> and then there's always like the really annoying girl yeah. who's like a way overachiever. Uh, I've
1: actually been baking for 15 years. I started in girls.
0: Yes, exactly. I hate her.
1: I like would cross the line because I would like watch the kids like start fangirling over like a 12 year old. And then I would want to like message them on Instagram being like, you're amazing. And I'm like, you're just like this creepy 40 year old <laughs> being like, good job, little Timmy. I like your cookies. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. You can't be a fan.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Um, okay. That's, oh wait, no, I have one more love. I have one more love. It's quick though. It's yeah. who I'm loving lately. I'm loving Lindsay Lohan lately. Where, how, where do you even see her? She just booked Ellie. She just booked a Hallmark movie and she got engaged. Lindsay th- Lohan? Yeah. Who is she's she? She's thriving from Googling. Probably like a Saudi Arabian prince. Yeah. Mm. Or like someone from Mykonos where her where her nightclub is. Where her
1: business is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Lindsay Lohan
1: but, fiance.
0: Yeah. So I have I tell me if you have a similar connection to her just because she was like so pivotal in growing up with Parent Trap, Freaky Friday. She's in like all of my core memory movies. Yeah. Yeah, I just love that she's having a comeback. I'm just she's back on her feet. She's not like doing angel dust in Greece anymore. Well, she might be actually, but yeah, on the surface, she's looking better. Where do you see this news? I just I spend a lot of time <laughs> looking up things. Not, I have not seen her name in the headlines
1: for like a decade.
0: Really? She yeah, she just booked people are freaking out because she just booked a Hallmark movie. And so that's when I started kind of on the rabbit hole of her. Okay.
1: I'm I'm missed it, but I'm excited to support the
0: film. Okay. Um This is my favorite part now because this is where I feel we really get to know each other. And it's when you tell me things you're hating lately.
1: Okay. Am I starting or you're starting? You go ahead. Okay. I'm going to start strong with my girlfriend's ex. Um, I love it. It doesn't matter that he's nice. It doesn't matter that he's respectful. I don't like that he's in existence.
0: That's absolutely fair.
1: Like, I just, I don't know. Like, I struggle with people that are friends with their exes.
0: Yeah. I, I don't, I've never really understood it. I feel like there's a line obviously where it's like, yeah, we dated and like, we're on good terms, but like, I don't ever want to interact with you literally ever again. Yeah. So it doesn't make sense to me when people are like, no, we're just, we like to hang out. I'm like, Mm. sounds made up. Yeah. What do you run into your girlfriend's ex a lot?
1: No, I don't run into him, but she's in contact with him a lot. And I don't, she cares about him and I'm not going to like rob her of that connection, even though I've tried.
0: Yeah. what have you done? How hard are you trying?
1: I'm just like, and I've met him. We went for dinner one time and like, we did it. Cause I was like, listen, if, if she's going to talk they their friends, like at least let me like meet him. And he's yeah. perfectly nice. He's not, I'm like, not threatening, but like, I just hate that. He's like, they talk and like, I hate seeing his name pop up on yeah. our phone. Does he, like,
0: does he have a new significant other? Yeah. He
1: has a girlfriend.
0: What's she like? Do you like her?
1: She's, I haven't met her and she is, I've, we have no connection with her. We've never met her or anything.
0: And you, okay. You and your girlfriend, you guys have been together last since last year. Oh uh, yeah. A little over a year. Okay. She's super hot. I did stalk her. I did. I did my fair share. Of that's
1: research. like the, the number one podcast feedback I got on her. Yeah. Your girlfriend's hot. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're like, thanks. As are you though. I, I know in a lot of your, of your bits, you talk about how people think you're really young. Right. Yeah.
1: Dude. But yeah, that might be, hopefully that's wearing off.
0: Yeah, I didn't think that actually. When I when I saw that we were the same age, I was like, "Oh, you just you have you have a more mature air about you than I do."
1: It, it's mainly in person. I'm so ty- I'm like five. I say five two, but I'm five one.
0: Right, and I'm almost six foot. So we should. You're maybe six foot. You almost. We're yeah. the new <laughs> Sedona. We should go with them for Halloween. That would be amazing. <laughs> Can we do a photo shoot, please? Please. She plays basketball for Oregon. When you I come will- to LA? I will literally wear an Oregon Ducks female basketball jersey and you will have to wear like a crochet crop top and like yoga pants. It's happening. Okay. That's, that is the, that's the funniest thing. But yeah, um, no, people tell me that I look young, but it's because I've had this face since I was like 12. You look young. Do you do Botox? I would, but I don't. I'm too poor. Okay, it's not that expensive. Yeah. It's like $12 a unit. <laughs> yeah, I know, but you have to get like 100 units. <laughs> two, two
1: million units.
0: $12 a unit. A unit is what? Like one million. Like you milli already look
1: young, so you wouldn't need that many. You might need 30 units. So what is it? 300 bucks?
0: Yeah. Are you doing Botox?
1: I tried Botox once. I tried baby Botox just a little mm-hmm. bit and it didn't... Really, a little sprinkle. A little sprinkle. I just wanted mm-hmm. to fit in to like LA. Yeah.
0: yeah I was you gotta like, do i was moved
1: here. I should like get reconstruction surgery. <laughs> <laughs> um, But it didn't do much. Like where's the closest Coley? <laughs> yeah. I know. It didn't do much. I don't know.
0: All right. So... Let's see. What's what am I? Okay, here, here's my next hate. Here's my next hate. So I, I love the we ha- hates. hates are we hate love. male male exes are number one on the hate list. And I'm with you a hundred percent. The first thing on my hate list, I hate when people take off the lid of yogurt and then they lick the yogurt lid. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, cool,
1: that doesn't happen in the coast. That's so that's only in, that's <laughs> no, you not- know, when
0: people open a yo play. And they lick the foil lid. That's disgusting. <laughs> that is nasty.
1: Do that in private.
0: We literally, we don't even have to continue talking about it. That's how much it grosses me out.
1: That's foul. And the fact that you would even bring that up. I mean
0: <laughs> It's offensive. That's
1: offensive. Co- content that warning. Control? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yo- mm-hmm. First of all, yogurt in general, like... Look, I like yogurt, but that to do that to yogurt, I don't
0: appreciate that. Yogurt is one of those foods that you really can't think too hard about, like, about what it is and what you're eating. Like when people are like, you should eat a yogurt with, I'm on a gut health journey. So people are telling me to eat yogurt with like a lot of cultures and like Wait, live well, a health journey, gut health. I'm fixing my gut.
1: You know, I have ulcerative colitis. My whole life has been about my gut. Really? Yeah.
0: What's with, you your, should... what's with your gut? I just did a stool sample, so I'll keep you posted. I've done a million stool samples. Yeah. Yeah. It was one of the worst experiences of my life. Yeah. But um, yeah, people are always like, eat, get a yogurt with like good bacteria. Yeah. And, and I'm like, don't tell me what's in yogurt. <laughs> like it's already like. a. <laughs> How weird... dare you talk <laughs> to me about cultures. It's already a creamy white thing, which oh. I don't love anyway. Yeah. And then you're going to tell me there's bacteria and live cultures. Yeah.
1: Oh, it's, we're, it's we're rude. Doing a great like hate campaign against yogurt.
0: Yeah, I am leading, I'm leading the troops yeah, into yeah. The
1: only yogurt I eat that I enjoy and I haven't eaten it in a while would be the would be Greek, faya. a Greek
0: Faye. A Faye. But do you get the flavor? A little
1: Faye, yeah. Um, I'll do strawberry flavor or like a okay. yeah, I'll do flavor. I'll do flavor. But that yogurt is thicker, so it's more acceptable as opposed to that That's that white that can just drip.
0: Yeah, it's a little more custardy, custardy (laughs) as they say. But yeah, the also a plain Greek yogurt get out, get out, get out of here. A plain Greek yogurt, I would rather need a little honey, a little honey. I need like a anything, anything else but that sour cream
1: based. It's sick. (laughs) Whenever I have that, I add like sugar cereal, and it totally defeats the purpose. I'm like, add a little tricks, a little (laughs) scoop. Ah, very healthy for the gut.
0: Um, okay, perfect. Tell me, tell me your next hate. Okay,
1: I um, this is an this is a polarizing one. I hate right. dro- I hate driving. Oh, and you live in LA? Yeah, and I don't have a car. And I'll tell you what happened. Okay. So I lived in New. I just moved to LA. I've been in New York for like eleven years. Mm-hmm. Um. So I basically forgot how to drive. Like I drove at seventeen. Was like, look at me. And then moved to New York, stopped driving. And now I'm here and they're like, get on the freeway. And I'm like, I don't think I can. And mm-hmm. I, I had a like a car accident when I was 17. And then I took my girlfriend's car and crashed it into a um, a parked car at, at air one. And I'm like, you know what? I don't know what to do. So I think I have to like take driving lessons. So this is more of a fear than a hate. Maybe
0: That's, that's fine. You can fear and hate things. Yeah. They're kind of the same Yeah, you're so right. Wait. So are you just Ubering everywhere right now?
1: Um, okay. So yeah, I've been Ubering. The thing is also like, I don't have a job where I have to be into the office every day. So mm-hmm. the fact that I can Uber to shows like, that's pretty, that's like fine for me. And it ends up like, I'm it's actually ends up, cheaper than a car with the amount right, of. right, to, right. Like, drive everywhere.
0: And like with all the tickets that you're not getting.
1: Yeah. But I have yeah. to do with all the cars. I'm not totaling. Yes. <laughs> but I do have to like learn to drive and I'm debating how to go about like relearning to drive. Like the idea of signing up for a driver's class right now.
0: I maybe, feel like that would be, that would be a really funny YouTube series though. Like, Allie, maybe you to drive. <laughs> Allie goes back to a one driving school.
1: Yeah. Are you a good driver?
0: Oh no, no, no! I would never say that about myself. <laughs> Wait, tell me. ever? I just, I mean, I just don't. I don't really like to drive either. Like, if I didn't have to, I mean, Utah is obviously a totally different, different everything. Yeah. But uh, yeah, if I didn't have to drive, I wouldn't. We could start a car service. We,
1: we could start a car service. We're just pool together. Yeah. Um,
0: I was gonna. I had an idea for an all female rideshare, and I was gonna call it Boober, that- but I have. Hilarious. No fu- no funding yet, but we're on our way.
1: <laughs> I love that. And also it would decrease all of the sexual assault.
0: Yeah. Like way less murders. There's probably.
1: so much sexual assault in Ubers.
0: Yeah. It's, it's not a good situation. Safe. Yeah. Are you Ubering alone?
1: Uh, yeah. I Uber alone all the time. But i okay, like. Do you, have, Uber, do you have protective gear? You know what? I need to get pepper spray, but I'm super, super careful about like checking the license plate, checking that they have my name just because like the the crimes in Ubers, especially on the West side is like rampant.
0: Yeah. Shoot. Yeah. Dang. My second hate for the week is minimalism. Say more. Especially so minimalism in general, because I just I like stuff. I like having things around me. I like buying things and displaying them. I don't like minimalism. But there's this trend lately of minimalism or minimalist nativity sets. Have you seen these? No. Give it a light Google. Yeah. So I hate minimalism and people who refuse to display anything. Hmm. including uh, down to the baby Jesus down to the baby Jesus who is now a block of wood. Okay. I don't like
1: the minimalist nativity set, but I like minimalism.
0: Okay. In what way? Tell me, sell me on it.
1: I feel, I actually feel energized from like clean spaces. I feel overwhelmed
0: sometimes by
1: the chaos of like clutter. Okay. Okay. So that's I, what I'm I, associating with
0: minimalism. Totally, I love. I hate. I hate clutter. I'm more like like I like a colorful, schie- like a color scheme in a room. I don't want everything to be white and gray. Like I like books on bookshelves that don't have the cover taken off. You know, like I feel like people get so into minimalism okay. that it's like there's nothing there.
1: So what about um wabi sabi, uh, wabi sabi the the Japanese aesthetic? Do you, how do you feel about that? Google that.
0: Okay, let me look it up. That's like the Is-
1: whole Kanye um, kind of design, uh, feel.
0: Wait, I like that. Like this, this feels very like Zen. I guess
1: I'm thinking that there's some minimalism in that.
0: Yeah. I mean, that feels fine. Like if that was an Airbnb I was staying in, I would be really happy about it. But like, if I were decorating my house, I would never do that.
1: Right. So (laughs) you watch the AD, um,
0: home tours. Yes. Who's your favorite?
1: It's interesting. I really like what is his name from Maroon
0: 5? Adam Levine. I really liked his house. Yeah. I like, so I like his. I like from Breaking Bad, Jesse Pinkman, Aaron. Aaron, uh, yeah, Aaron, uh huh, Paul, Aaron, Aaron Paul. Paul. I like his, and I like David Harbour's from Stranger Things. Have you seen his, no. his little Brooklyn apartment? It's really cool. Oh, I gotta see. Yeah, yeah you gotta look that, really that up. I love
1: watching those.
0: Yeah, no, they're they're. I will that and hot ones, like I will watch for hours and hours and hours. Can I, I can't stop. Pieces? Her hot ones, I oh, know her, her house. <laughs> oh, no, I was like, she's on hot ones. She ate wings, her vocal cords, guys. What are you doing? Some of these houses are just divine. I know. I never feel jealous like of people who buy houses, and then I see them, and I'm like, oh, I know. That's why people. That's why people do this. Yeah. Okay. Um. Okay. Tell me your next hate. All right. My last
1: hate. My last hate is I hate sitting next to people on airplanes.
0: I hate sitting next to people. Period. I
1: uh I had a brutal flight the other day. I mean, look, it it landed. It didn't crash. So how brutal could it be? But I was sitting next to someone, and I was in the window seat, which I usually. Do you prefer aisle or window?
0: I, both of those are kind of equal. There's pros and cons to both. So Mm -hmm. I'd take either.
1: Yeah. I like easy access to the bathroom.
0: Definitely. That gut, is definitely the
1: gut life. Yes. Then,
0: <laughs> hashtag IBS. <laughs>
1: and then I like the window because I like to sleep on the window.
0: Mm-hmm. And I, like I also feel on. safer. I feel safer when I can look out the window.
1: And I, yeah. And then when I'm in the aisle, sometimes the, the tray will like run me over. Um, and I'm like, whoa, I just got hit with this like drink cart. But when you're in, the when you're just packed in the window, I get a little claustrophobic sometimes.
0: Definitely. Definitely. Any, was, were you going from New York to LA? Yeah. And it was was brutal. That's too long. Like here to LA, like Salt Lake to LA, it's like an hour 25. So I could do a window then across country is, is brutal.
1: Yeah. And you just realize like how much of like a flying coach bus it is.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I I said this to Matt the other day, like there has got to be some improvements to be made on planes. They're getting so much I don't I, I don't want to sound ungrateful like I'm happy we're not hauling wagons across the country. Yeah. But like wow, they're they're slim. Those I know. seats are small. We're like can't they make coach better? If you actually buy
1: like business class or first class, they're so expensive that I'm just like what are you kidding me? It's like $2500 as opposed to 200.
0: Yeah. And like if they give you the choice to upgrade, it's like do you want 3 more inches for 650 more dollars? And I'm like yeah. I might. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I'm like for that for that price. I'm like, this is insane. I would pay that to have no one
0: sitting next to me.
1: Oh, there's an idea. I think it should just be aisle and aisle and uh, window, no middle.
0: Yeah, I, I actually think that too. They, they should have an option on the website. Like, do you want to buy the seat next to you, and then nobody will sit next to you?
1: I mean, you can do that, but it's just ridiculously expensive. But maybe we should, maybe that's better than buying like first class because it's cheaper.
0: Okay, so here's a would you rather? Would you rather always fly first class or? never have to sit next to somebody ever again on a plane like in first class you're next to somebody
1: no first class
0: I honestly don't know
1: because you have more you still have space between you and that person in first class
0: yeah but then like if you turn like the other day what was I oh I was watching horrible bosses on the plane yeah and I was like covering my screen because Jennifer Aniston is like fully nude and I'm like is anyone watching this? what you're trying to me?
1: protect people from seeing her nude mm, yeah that, that's like I was. Mormon in you <laughs> No,
0: there's like did. there's like ten year olds.
1: There's like ten year olds next to me. I didn't know she's doing horrible bosses. I guess I have to. I mean, horrible bosses.
0: <laughs> she's not. It's not full frontal, but it is. It is. She has like her lab coat on, and it's like it's very sexy. I
1: think celebrities should do porn. Celebrities should do porn. What's the holdup? I think celebrities should just do full on porn. I want to see it. We'll pay them tons and
0: tons of money. Just just lose your integrity. Well, like when people do OnlyFans, I'm like, yeah, get it why would you not do that? I know. I, I, yeah. have, I want to see Brad Pitt do porn. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Who would you pair him with? I would pair him with Jen Anston. I want to see something emotionally loaded. Well, I did think, I did say that the sexiest celebrity couple yesterday is Melissa McCarthy and her husband. Oh, really? And I would like to see like the airplane scene from Bridesmaids, but, uh, the extended cut. Oh with my them. God. That's hilarious. <laughs> okay. Okay. Here is my last hate for the day. I am at my mom's right now. I'm in her spare bedroom, and I like staying at my mom's because she's is way she's closer to way more restaurants than I am where I live um so I doordash like every single meal so last night I get on to doordash I'm getting chick-fil-A my total is like eight fifty or something for my meal. I go to the total twenty one dollars. The delivery fee was six ninety nine mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and then it added like like a Thirty percent tip, which I would rather pay a bigger tip and less of a delivery fee. Yeah, yeah. something in my conscience like tells me that's better. Like I would rather know that my tip is going to the person working mm-hmm. than just like DoorDash is charging me six ninety nine for nothing. Yeah. And I had a hard time. It kept me up. Kept yeah, me up last night. No, I do
1: a joke about that because it's um excruciating. But, those, yeah. those those fees that they add on are just totally uh, excessive. I, um, for that reason, am a Postmates, um, like the, I don't know what it is. Like Postmates premium, Postmates. Oh, no delivery fees. No. Deli- I mean, it's look, it's $10 a month, but that ends up being like one order. So I'm like, I, I would way rather do this. And I
0: literally, this is the first I'm hearing that this is even an option.
1: Yeah. It's, it's, it ends up being so worth it. You save so much money. Cause I, I do delivery a lot.
0: Yeah. Well, that's the thing is that the delivery fees are high. And it's never talked me out of it, like not once.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like we should look into this.
0: Yeah, like I I literally always do. I'm like, yeah, that sucks. But like, what am I going to do?
1: I know. Mo- move, like get what in am the I gonna car. I'm not going to deliver Chick fil A.
0: What am I going to do? Drive 11 feet to the I, nearest I, restaurant? I only had Chick fil A
1: Chick-fil-A for the first time uh, like two weeks. No, maybe like a month ago because someone had it at their like bridal party. Oh, like a drunk late night snack. That's amazing. I thought it was fine. I mean, look, I'm not like, is that your favorite fast food?
0: I mean that, and yeah, I mean I like I like Chick Fil A. I like uh, we actually just barely got a Raising Canes. Have you had Raising Canes before? I've never even heard of that. It's like uh, people are obsessed with it. It's fried chicken, and it's like pretty good. I but I like like a a McDonald's fry and a Diet Coke. McDonald's like, fries, yeah. I know. I know. So bad. That's loveless. Yeah, seriously. No, but that like I I'm not picky and I hate people who are like above fast food. Like, don't even get me started on people who are like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to put like Arby's in my body. I'm like, I hate Arby's and I would still layer that roast beef into my mouth. I'm so sorry
1: for the opinion that I have, but I'm suppressing it so that we can agree. But I hate I, I hate, feel shitty after I ate fast food.
0: Oh, well, yeah, yeah, no, that, that is, is absolutely yeah, delicious. Of course. Of course. Yes. Oh yeah. Delicious. But you feel horrible. Like after. Oh no. I, a hundred. I, we actually, you don't even have to suppress that opinion because that's correct. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah and you feel that,
1: horrible and I get filled with guilt. So I have like a hold on.
0: Yeah. It's yeah. We're, we're working through a lot of shame. over yeah. here. <laughs> yeah. This is the shame
1: episode. Oh, I know my favorite fast food meal ever. It's actually McDonald's breakfast. That'll take five years off my life. And I say
0: a the same, bitch. I'm eating another. <laughs> they- a McGriddle? Are you kidding me with those McGriddles? Why are they so good? No, they are laced with something. Yeah, I know, but I'll just it actually does hurt my colon when I think about it. It's so disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Allie. Well, sorry about our little our mishap at the beginning. It took us full ten minutes to get this the recording set up. But um, tell everybody where they can find you and where you. So, do you have a place that you're performing at pretty regularly in LA? No. Okay. Well, they can catch you regularly. Thanks for bringing that up. (laughs) But you can see her regularly on the Allie Colbert Show. Allie Colbert
1: Show. Allie Colbert Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. I post all my performances there, usually book them a week out. So that's yeah. where you'll find me.
0: Well, you're you're hilarious. You're super talented. Can't wait to see what's next. Hey, as in, are you in talking. the life of let's uh, let's get together next time I'm in L.A. Photo shoot. We're doing a photo shoot. I'll get my organ, my <laughs> organ basketball, b-ball, b-ball I can't suit. wait. I can't wait. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Okay. Talk to you later, Allie. Okay. Bye. <laughs>